What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Love That For You podcast. You've got your hosts, Pat and Jules here. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I feel like last week was the Halloween episode. This week, actually, Pat is leaving soon. Shortly. I'm not going to be on this episode for very long. No. We did a, We are doing our Girl Talk episode with Michelle and Kelsey, who you guys probably know. But um, before we get into it, we just wanted to like say hi because I've been away. Two weeks ago, we didn't have an episode. I think we'll probably do more of like a life update maybe next week. Yeah. There's not much, but. Mm -hmm. um, Yeah. It's been three weeks now, I guess, since I've actually recorded a podcast with you just between the the week off, two weeks of you traveling. Um, Last week's episode we had pre-recorded, so it's been a little bit of a break for me. Yeah. And then this week is a good one. Um, Yeah. You guys are going to love this episode. This is a good one with Michelle and Kelsey and, and girl talk and. We go over um, everything. I I, over everything. I was <laughs> privileged enough to listen to, I didn't listen to the whole thing, but I've listened to a lot of it, and we, it's good. It's I'm good. glad I was not on there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Julia just got back from Italy, um, which meant I had two weeks of time here alone with our, gi- angel. our giant Major. puppy. Yeah, actually, this morning she was getting out of bed and she was like not wanting Literally to wake acting up. Acting like a teenager, and we were like, "Well, she's such a teenager now." Yeah. But no, while Julia was gone, it was actually really good. It was just me and Willow, and my routine was really good. It was like felt good. Um, just honestly, I just worked the whole time. I think we've actually talked about it a few times on here. Um, just some changes going on with our business together. Um, some feedback that we had gotten from from you guys and from. Um, just some other parts of the community there and just some really exciting stuff that we're excited to integrate and hopefully able to launch that within the next coming weeks here. So yeah. it was kind of a good time for me to just like sit down and focus on that yeah. while you were gone eating pizza yeah, and pasta. pasta and pizza. Uh, so yeah, new stuff coming with together. I know we've been kind of like talking about it and I think you guys probably already even know like what is, I mean, it's not like anything super new, I guess. But just some stuff. Um, so definitely go follow the Instagram if you want to be updated because that's where we update you first. Um, but yeah, that is it. Pat's about to leave because we're going to bring the girls on and get this episode started. Just want to say before we start the first like 10 to 15 minutes, something happened with the sound and it's not anything I can fix. So I apologize, but it does get better. So yeah. All right. See everybody. Today we are doing a Girl Talk episode and I have two of my very best friends who you guys know. Kelsey hi. and Michelle. Hi. <laughs> Say hi. hi. Um, today, we wanted to do a Girl Talk episode because we are in New York hanging out. And we were just like, I was like, do you guys want to be on the podcast? And you were like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Say less. <laughs> um, but I feel like we should tell everybody how we met. Actually, why don't you guys say how you guys met? Instagram. Because Instagram. But it was way before. Okay, well, we yeah. we followed each other and we like commented on our each other's things and I really wanted to ask Kelsey to shoot together, but I was like, No, she doesn't want to shoot with me. She already has someone to shoot with, like whatever. And then what happened? How did we end up getting lunch? I basically was like, How did you just grow a following? Like, oh. can I go to lunch with you and pick your brain? <laughs> in DMs. This was in DMs. This is literally DMs. Yeah. Like Michelle, I think I think I maybe had like <laughs> 4,000 followers and all yeah. of a sudden Michelle like what did like, you have I, she had I, like 40 like, from like no 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 I feel like I jumped from like 10 to like 30 30 pretty quick real quick and, and I was Kelsey like hi was like, uh... I see what's happening and I need to understand <laughs> teach me everything and then we went to lunch and shot and yeah the rest is history yeah yeah and that was like I mean that Literally was five years ago a long time ago yeah four years ago because then we met at like different times I mean I met Michelle through Instagram, I mean, both through Instagram, but it yeah, was, yeah. I met you when you came, Kelsey, when she came to dinner. Yeah, in New York. I was in, in New York, York which March was. 2020. Was it 2020? No, it, it had to be 2019. It, no, it was 2020. It was right yeah. before. Literally two years ago? That's it? I remember it was like two weeks after I got engaged. Yeah. And I got But it was before the pandemic. Right before. Yeah. Okay. Like, I was nervous to travel to New York because I was like, am I going to get stuck there? Yeah. Oh. Remember? Oh, and then like the next week, I feel like I left New York. Yeah. Yeah. And then we, me and Michelle met because I don't remember the first time we met. 
like in person. I actually feel like it was when I came to LA. I think you guys met at an event or something because I remember it was almost Fashion Week, but I don't think we met in Fashion Week. No, we were here for Fashion Week. I was with Kelsey here for Fashion Week. We were trying to meet up with you. Kelsey had no idea who you even were. Yeah. And I was trying to meet you for drinks, but then it never happened. Something never happened. Oh, yeah. I followed you Mm because I was like, who is this girl? Then I clicked Mm -hmm. on you and I was like, you're like, she's so cool. (laughs) She's so cool. I need to be her friend. And now here we are, too. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, so we have been friends for a few years, which is so interesting, too, because I feel like a lot of like, good friendships come later in life which we probably will talk about because a lot of the questions were based on people are just like how do you guys stay like good friends Mm -hmm. and I feel like there's so many like reasons but I feel like one thing for us is like I don't know maybe we just got lucky in the sense that we're all just like super supportive people Mm -hmm. because I have like a lot of I mean I've dealt with a lot of like well I think weird friendship things in the past maybe finding friends later in life at least from my perspective is like sometimes the people that you're friends with for years and you grow up with like the dynamic can get weird but it's like when you find your friends later in life and you actually choose each other versus just being friends out of convenience yeah. like you want to be friends like you're supportive you build each other up like we all genuinely want the best for each other and like want to help each other and there's no weird competitive jealousy or anything so i don't know I which is well, like hard to find you i know? feel like when you meet friends later in life like michelle said you're choosing them it's like the friends that you have in middle school and high school or friends you grow up with, it's kind of just that's your group and that's who you stick with because otherwise, like, it's like a small world when you're in high school. Yeah, and like then you I feel like you, like, choices. grow yeah. up and you go to college and then you, like, do real life and you meet people that you just have actual connections with and you're friends with because you enjoy the same things and you just have so much more in common Versus I feel like friendships when you're younger are like, Convenient. you just don't know better. Exactly. Yeah, so it's like, like all you, you have. You grew up together or you were next door neighbors or you went to school together versus like, no, we're friends now because we met and had a connection because we yeah. have so much in common and we decided to build a friendship. Which I feel like people don't even realize too because for me, like, and if you have like your best friends from high school or like childhood still, like that's like, I feel like that's more rare and amazing, so but people rare. don't realize how rare it is for me too because I'm like, wow, I feel like. I met a lot of my best friends like later in life mm-hmm. and like I feel like also you're like like my parents met their best friends when they were like in their 30s and 40s because that's just like their new time of life like you just meet new people all the time but yeah I definitely I definitely think that I we literally had this conversation yesterday. yeah that's why I was like I want to talk about this because I knew it was probably will come up in like more questions but I think people were also just like how do you guys like get along or like how do you know and the thing for us too is like I mean at least you guys are in LA and I'm New York mm-hmm. or East Coast and West Coast. And it's like sometimes that's harder for, for me, I feel like. But also I feel like then when we're, we do stuff together, it's like well, I feel like we get good. to actually have quality time together because yeah. we get to see each other via trips, via like actual like mm-hmm. days. Yeah, like sleeping and, in the same bed. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. just actually spending five days together in Full a new days. city versus like if we live close, life gets busy, honestly. And yeah. I – don't even see like my best friend that lives in the same town as me yeah probably as often as i even see you guys because life yeah but i I also will say i think that that's an upside to our jobs like all three of us are constantly posting our lives on the internet and Mm -hmm. so it's easy to keep up like we don't necessarily text every day or talk on the phone every day but i know what's going on because of instagram and then obviously you don't it's not like you're sharing super personal details on Instagram, but then if I see something happening in your life, then yeah. we're going to like call we, like, each other call and check and talk. in. Yeah. But Instagram is very helpful. Like I know what you're doing on the day-to-day. Like I know if you and Pat have made a decision on where you're going to yeah. move. You know what I mean? I know if you're going on a trip. Yeah. And I think that's helpful. Yeah. I feel like for me, it's – and like maybe people relate to this, but like I have the harder time. I'm such a like type A like – I'm always like, you guys, I'm calling you or I'm texting you and then I'm like not getting responses and that's fine. And then, but I'm also just like, that's how I am. Like, I'm so really bad. You're not getting. No, no, no. But like the thing is, is like, I'm like a good texter where like in my brain, it's like if someone texts me, I need to check that shit off my list. Like I don't not answer because I'm like. I will think about it. I so think that's your anxiety talking. Yeah. Yes, I don't know if that's totally. your type A because I'm for sure well, that type is type A. a. And, yeah, but I'm type A and I don't respond to texts. No, you never respond. I literally but, never respond. Okay, or yeah. so or I, phone calls. Jules calls me and she's like, can you call me back? I'm like, maybe the next three to five minutes. Literally. Days. I'm like, Seriously. what? <laughs> what? But what? I literally forget. Like, I think life is just very busy and I'm like running around versus. Totally. I feel like you moved out of the city. It might be different if you were in the city. Yeah. I just think that I'm like. Like, even, like, my mom will text me or, like, uh, random people will text me and I'm, like, even if I don't want to answer or, like, I'm busy, I feel like I'm just, like, let me just get this done type of thing. So, like, that's how I 
Mm-hmm. I forget the point of me even saying this now I because I was I have like 107 unread texts on my I, phone that I, I can't. have zero interest in even reading. I can't. That tells you anything about I me. And that's just how we differ. All of my texts that people wish me a happy birthday in July. Oh, I didn't do that. Oh, I, I never, I never responded. No, but I didn't DMs. even open them all. I don't yeah. even know what they said. They could have said really nice things. I don't know. But Half also, like on my phone, probably that on my phone, I need it to be like clear. Like no. clear, everything has to be clear. I, my I brain is clutter. Like that, my entire phone is clutter. There's 450,000 photos on my I phone. I saw a guy post <laughs> on can't. TikTok being like, it's a red flag if a girl has like all these notifications on her phone. And I was like, so am I a red flag? <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm a red, red flag. flag. <laughs> I'm a red flag, apparently. I don't know. It's like, but also I was never like as organized as I am now in my life. And it's to oh, a fault. Like really. sometimes I'm like, I used to be it's so much too more much. organized than I am now. This I mean, certain things. Me. What's that like? Yeah. Being organized? Wait, this is funny, actually. I want to talk about this. <laughs> Let's talk about because it. Because you're anxious and I'm anxious. Like, I have really bad anxiety. Mm-hmm. But I have such bad anxiety that I don't plan and I don't organize my life because that gives me more anxiety. Like, literally having a single plan, I'm anxious about it. I'm thinking about because it. Because why? I have, why does that give you anxiety? I don't know. If I have something to do, like a plan at 3 p.m., I feel like I can't do anything all day until my 3 p.m. plan because that is the only thing I can think about. And mm-hmm. it pisses me off. Like, my husband will be like, what should we do today? And I'm like, it's 8.30 and I'm enjoying my yeah, coffee you are like reading. That. I don't want to think about what I'm doing today until it no, actually No, I'm like the opposite, which is I'm so funny. I'm enjoying my moment. Yeah. Which I is like, like weird that we work. I like to have a plan, yeah. but I don't like to have set times for the plan. So I like yeah, you to do like, like to have a plan. I like to be like, oh, I'm going to get coffee. I'm going to go to the farmer's market and I'm going to do this and that. But I don't yes. want to be like, I'm going to the farmer's market at 12 o'clock. Like, no, I want to just go when I feel like yeah, it. Yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. I'm the same. Um, I mean, it depends if it's work stuff then I'm like, I will make a list and I'll write shit down and be like, and it's not that I do it at that exact time. It's like, okay, 10 a.m. I have set for like answering emails. And if it's not 10 a.m. That's fine. But it's like, at least I can look and be like, oh, I'm on track. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, then I'm like, I didn't get anything done today. I don't know. It's but mostly just with work with like a Saturday. Like, what are we doing today? I'm like, oh, I don't like plan everything. It's more just like if it's work or like, should I have to get done? But then for like this, like my birthday and, like, we're going to Italy and, like, all these things. I was, like, I have to plan this. And giving me a week to do it is just not enough. Like, I'm, like, I can't. And then I was, like, who's coming? Who's coming? Do I have a reservation? Like, if I'm not, and I, read I don't know. your text messages and I can feel your anxiety. Yeah, I know. I, I'm, like, text, I can't respond. I know. I know. Text text your me, anxiety, I literally feel your anxiety. Yes, yeah, your great, anxiety thank you. Your anxiety is me anxiety. I'm, like, ma'am. I, haven't even I already booked, know this. I haven't even booked my flight to New York. I know, but how do you work like that? How do you work so last minute? Did you your flight? And I'm just, like, I'm going to ignore that text. It's literally, you know what? going to be anxious if I tell her I haven't booked the flight yet and we're leaving You guys don't understand. I'm asking them if they booked their flight two days before they're coming. Like, that is insane. I am not in the wrong here. I booked my flight on Tuesday that was here okay. on Thursday night. I'm not I will in the wrong. say that was Kelsey. I would have liked to book earlier. It got expensive. You could have just sent me a flight time and been like, book But this. I didn't want to make the decision for you, us. Well, you could have. That's <laughs> for honestly, us, as a couple. That is what I like in life. Like, literally tell me I almost this feel, is the flight we're booking. And I would see, say, okay, I feel like booked. you don't. Maybe. Wait, what maybe do you mean? I've just been doing our relationship wrong. Instead, I've you're been like letting me like, make decisions. Book flights, question mark. And then I'm like, okay, well, now I have to go I'm on my gonna phone switch and I have up to look how up the I deal flight. with Kelsey. So you just I'm wanted her to book a flight. Decisions. Let's see if it makes our friendship better. Okay. Only, Wait, what do you mean? You wanted go Michelle go up, to book the flights and then you just. We can only go up. That makes it sound that like it's bad. Down. I don't know. I didn't mean that. <laughs> you can only go up from here. We're at rock bottom. friendship is great. We can only make it better. Okay. Is that better? I don't know. I don't know. It kind of sounds bad. I love you. I love you. But anyway, I feel like that's long story short of like somehow it works. I don't know. I don't. I just think. Like, I know when I text you guys and I'm like, oh, they're going to like. You know we love you. No, no, but I also know that like I am giving, like I'm an anxious person. Like I'm giving it. And I know I'm not like, oh, I need a response. But I also am like, I don't want to do too much because I'm like, I don't want to be, I don't want to not be liked. But I need to know these things. (laughs) But also you're doing nothing that doesn't make me like you. So if that helps. Good. Except for maybe the planning. (laughs) Yeah, great. What planning though? Like, what is it? Like, what's that bad about it? I think it just gives me I don't have a plan for today. Because I like that. Because I don't like to have a plan. So because you like to have a plan, it's like just like I said, when Austin's like, Okay, what time do you want to go do this? I'm like, literally when it, when I when we feel ready. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I can't give you a fucking time. Yeah. Like no, last it's night that. when you're like, What time can I come to your room? I'm like, I don't know. Can because you just text me when you wake up. Like yeah. I don't know what time my body's gonna wake up because I would like to have no You're alarm. such a like go with the flow, which mm. is just not me. Which is so funny because I feel like I'm like not a go with the flow. Yeah. And, and I, I guess I want to do ways. what I want to do when I want to do it yes. is my issue. That I guess that's different than go with the flow. I think it's that's just not psychotic. go with the flow. It's I'm like a psychotic. It's just like you know what you want. <laughs> but so am I in like totally different ways. Yep. You're more go with the flow, Michelle. You I feel like you get underlying stress and you don't I was talk gonna about say, it. And then she combusts. Yes. <laughs> 
I she's like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. And yes, then a little great. bit. And then <laughs> I mean, the thing is I am go with the flow, but I think I surround myself with people who do want to flow the way I want to flow. Like if I was with people that were wanting to do completely different things, I would be very much like, No, I want to do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then so you I think like be... it's easy for me to be go with the flow with you guys because for the most part we like to do the same yeah. thing. It's also what makes our friendship so easy because we have so many things in common that we want to do the same things. Yeah, so like yeah, when like Kelsey and I just... are like, What do we want to do in New York? We make a list and everything's the exact same. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Okay, well then of course I can flow because you want to flow with how I want to flow. We're flowing together. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, okay. What other questions are we working yeah. on? Yeah. I was going to say we should get into some questions, you guys. We really we... go on um, rants. We do, so which is someone's good. Someone's going to need to pull Edit. us in. This might be long. <laughs> um, so I had asked you guys to write in any questions because we were like, let's do girl talk. Like, I just think that we are all like, I feel like we're at like the same stages of life, but also super different. Oh, Like in a lot no of ways. No comment. Well, we will be talking about stages of life, huh? in, but also different. I don't know, like yeah. in certain ways. So sure. let's just get into them. Okay, the first one is tips for handling bad body image. Okay, go. First of all, just cry. I'm just kidding. No. I'm just kidding. I always say, "Fake it till you make it." Literally, look in the mirror. Tell yourself things you like about yourself. Focus on the things you do like and not the things you don't. Like, mm-hmm. literally, compliment yourself. Um, learn how to dress for your body type and like outfits that make you feel confident and also just like take care of your body because I know that if I am having a bad body image day but I worked out I feel so much better than I'm having a bad body image day and I didn't work out Mm -hmm. like at least I did something for my body I have to agree I feel like if I'm eating well because I try to like eat clean not saying like all the time but yeah be on a diet like Mm -hmm. I don't mean that I just mean like eat clean and be active and I feel like that always helps my body image. Like, not saying that it gives me results, but it just makes me feel better mentally, which makes me... Like, you did what you could do. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. I feel like it makes me just feel better. And again, like Michelle said, dressing for yourself. Like, I feel so fucking confident when I'm in baggy-ass clothes. And, yeah. And looking like, like, just, I don't know, like, grungy. Yeah. I'm confident? Like, yeah. Yeah. I feel that so much more confident with my body yeah. image. Than I'm a like, tight dress. Mm-hmm. But also, I feel like... like I want to dress like a boy. And then I'm like, fuck yeah. yeah. I think also it's like one, it's super mental. So like yeah. doing stuff like working out and things just helps in general because body image people think that it's just like looking in a mirror and being like, do you like the way you look? But it's like so much more. Than that's that. why I'm so saying bake it till you make it. Yeah, yeah. literally. That's why like, I'm like the night before, book a Pilates class, like mm-hmm. or go for a long walk when you wake up. Listen to a podcast. Do something for you. I read a book and I drink coffee. And I do a workout and I try to eat clean, go grocery shopping, make food at home. That makes me feel the best mentally. Yeah. Which then when I look in the mirror, I'm proud of the person I am, which helps with body image. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's just like. It's all your mindset. Yeah. I think another thing is like. lifestyle. Everybody obviously like looks at social media and it's like hard not to. And like everybody has body image issues. Every single person. I've never met a person that does not have body image issues. And that could be like. I'm too skinny. I'm too this. I'm right. too whatever. It's like there's you're always going. Not that everybody should have it, but it's like it's a fact. Like everybody, everybody feels that to a certain degree. And I feel like seeing social media makes it ten times worse because you're like always comparing. I yeah. Mean, even I'm doing that. But, like comparing. Uh, yeah. Even we are comparing, and I think it's like a broken record. But social media is a highlight reel. Like I post my best angle. You're never posting your worst angle. And yeah. The best lighting I take and the best outfit photos to get one. Post yeah. one. Right. And it's the, I look snatched. Yeah. I look right. Like best angle of my cheekbones are chiseled. Yeah. My lips are looking great. Like, like I'm not going to post the picture. I'm not bloated. My mm-hmm. legs look exactly. Long. Exactly. Okay. People have to know that too. Right. Yeah. Like, like if I showed you the outtakes of my skims dress where I look like I have a food baby, like yeah. you would. Yeah. Yeah, you'd relate. Yeah. <laughs> Which then the other thing is like, well, why don't you post more like real stuff? But it's like, who wants who to wants post, to post their ugliest photos? Right. Yeah. Like that doesn't make me not real. That makes me a human. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I don't want to. But and a us where being I able to like chin. say this, we are posting and our best angles. Unfortunately, and stuff. like I wish my Instagram could be just for girls because then I'd be like, okay, yeah, here's all my ugly photos. But like. I'm a single gal. I have to fucking look out <laughs> you for myself. You gotta get out there. I can't be posting the ugly photos and then my p- future suitors are looking at them. That's so funny. <laughs> okay. We can move on. There's a lot. Okay. These are like... Well, that was good. We kept that brief. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Talk about dating in your late 20s, early 30s at Michelle. I da, can't da, da. wait to hear what Michelle <laughs> This was when say. we were like, let's just get this going because okay. we knew it was coming. This is what the people want. <laughs> this is what let's the people want. Let's give them what they dating, want. Yeah. Late okay. 20s, early 30s. I think it is 
so different for me. Here's the thing. When I, the last time I was single, I uh, was like 21 through 26 or 21 through 25, whatever age I was. And it was so different because my requirements for a man were straight up like, text me back, mm-hmm. be nice to me, be fun, like spend time with me. Like they were so basic. And now my requirements are intense. I'm looking for a husband now. Yeah. Like I have a fucking The next list. person you date, you want to be someone yeah. you could marry. I exactly. asked Michelle her non-negotiables at dinner tonight. So I feel like. At dinner the other night. Yeah. You should tell us. Your okay. So I'll too. try to like summarize them. And Kelsey, if you remember any that I don't say. Okay. One of them was just have your shit together. Be a responsible adult. Like take care of yourself. You don't mm-hmm. need to be mothered. Like that's a huge one. Take care of yourself. People yeah. like under. Take care of at. yourself and be able to take care of me. Like if in a relationship, I think it should be a give and take. Like sometimes one person needs taken care of. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the other person needs taken care of. But I want them to be capable of taking care of themselves. And if needed, me. Yeah. yeah be a responsible human that knows that's how like a to basic be human resourceful need. and take care of yourself plus another human. Okay. Yeah, then another one was like be emotionally intelligent and available and like able to work on ourselves and communicate what our love languages are and how we want to give and receive love hard sometimes yeah and like really good communication and just i don't want a man that like can't express his emotions and his feelings Mm -hmm. and like because that helps with communicating yeah finding someone the thing is to like communicating and understanding communication is like the only thing that's going to get you through like years and years of like a marriage like that's what you need um what else (laughs) why can i not more yeah, there was yeah. like five. There was like five like big ones. Mm. Well, what about just like the actual act of dating? Yeah. Oh, okay. Here was one. I want to be courted. Like, take me on a date. I am 31 years old. Take me to dinner. Doesn't mean spend money on me. Yeah. But like, take me to a plan dinner. Plan something. Plan mm-hmm. something. Planning. Like, court me. Try to date me. I don't want to go to your house and order sushi and watch a movie on the couch and then we like hook up. Like, yeah. Take me on a fucking date. I'm uh, a yeah, woman. That's like a yeah. 20, 21 year old thing. Yeah. To do. And like, that's a thing you also on a do date, like when you've been dating in for advance, a while. Carve out time for me. Yeah. Like, make it known that you want it me. It could be a sunset. It could be a sunset picnic. It doesn't have to be like a fancy restaurant, but like plan it out and take me somewhere and yeah, court me and and go Give after me. Give me quality time. Yeah. I think and it's just like, about like the effort too. 100% like, put yeah. in the effort. Yeah. Michelle um, also wants some guy just like see her on a street and like pull her in. So I need to, we need to know more about what Michelle do- is planning. This is Kelsey, by the way. <laughs> what Michelle is planning to find a man. What do you mean what planning? planning? Like, like what are, sorry, not planning because we can't plan it. Michelle's a magnet. <laughs> but like what, like how are you intending to date and f- find a relationship? Okay, so I, a relationship, I think it's also so different dating in your late 20s and 30s because before I was going out all the time, I was with my friends like four to five nights a week out at bars, just like doing things, socializing. And that's how I met every guy I'd ever dated in the past just like out and about and now i don't like to go to bars i would like to go to a dinner and have two drinks and then go home and go to bed yeah and i'm not meeting guys at restaurants and my like friend circle is very large but i already know all those people and i don't want to date them so it's just i'm not meeting anyone right now so like that's another thing that's different is like i don't have like all these endless options like i did when i was younger i feel like when the last time i was single there was constantly some guy that i even if it was just like loosely chatting or like had a crush, there was always someone. It, like it was very rare that there was literally no prospects. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one. <laughs> there might be no prospects right now. <laughs> the just prospect, really putting the it all out there. Pool is empty. Well, I feel like it's that's that also because my honest, standards though. are extremely high. Like, yeah, I feel like as I'm they should like, be, right? Yeah, as they should be. Yeah. I made a husband list the other day because everyone keeps telling me to do this. So I finally like took out a notebook and literally wrote down very detailed qualities tips, of what I you guys. want. <laughs> No, everyone keeps telling me to do this. Like, it's like a manifestation thing, but it's also nice to just visualize and know what you want, and then you can kind of refer back to it when you're dating someone. So I literally took out a pen and a paper on a notebook, and I wrote husband list, and then I started listing off all the qualities that I wanted. And, like, there's pages filled. Yeah. And I didn't do that. I definitely didn't do that. Okay, but but the problem that we're – the problem that's not happening here is Michelle's not going on dates, so we need we need Michelle to go on dates and, like, get What was the question? There. What's dating, <laughs> it's just like, what's dating tips, like yeah your, dating like in your and like where you are i don't know michelle okay so we know what michelle wants we know what michelle's looking for but michelle's not going on actual dates and me as her best friend is like 
uh, ma'am, I need you well, to get on apps. I need you to go on dates. Yeah. I need you to like but go you have were. coffee okay, with more so, people. So, no, I have gone on some. Not enough for how long I've been single. But like five. Yeah, like five dates. In over a year. But people. I will say like you go on the apps and this is one of my issues. Like I match with someone and then either like we have a very brief conversation and they don't ask me to go on a date or we match and literally no one says anything yeah and i'm like i'm sorry Which but i would weird. like my future husband to see me on a dating app and be like wow i want to get to know that girl i'm at least gonna fucking say hi yeah these guys aren't even messaging me the first message and i'm like okay well you're for sure not my husband if you don't even want to say hi to me yeah why did we match and i think the thing is about the apps too and like i've never done them but I feel like there's so much pressure on both sides of like who's gonna do what or who's gonna do this or who should or like what's the right thing and from I feel both like sides from a guy's perspective too. Like I feel like guys want to match on an app. They want to have conversations. They want to see if there's a like it like how's this conversation go? Are is this girl looking to date or is this girl looking just to fuck? Yeah. And then us as girls are like, or me at least if I was on a dating app, all I want is hi. Here's my number. Let's go on a date. Yeah. Like, I don't want to talk. I want to meet for coffee and see if there's an actual connection. Exactly. Because the only connection that you're getting on a dating app is if you're physically attracted to each other. Right. There's exactly. so much more to a relationship than just physical attraction. Right. But I do feel like it's a great start. Yeah. But let. I mean, there has to be some attraction. let's go grab coffee. Like, let's. 10 minutes. 10 mm-hmm. minutes is all I want. I will know if there's some sort of connection. If I want to see you again. Right. And yeah. I personally, I'm really bad with text banter. Like, I don't think that my personality comes through that way. I don't think I'm like witty that way. But yeah. like in person, it's different. I think I'm a lot better. So I'm for a funny me, girl. <laughs> I can be. So for me, I just, I don't think I'm winning anyone over that way. And I don't think they're getting a look into my personality that yeah. way. So it's like, let's fucking meet up. Yeah. Um, But that's not happening. So yeah. Okay. It's so not long not going. Story short. Yeah dating in your 30s is a it's lot hard. more difficult but it's because we're a lot picky so i think it's going to be worthwhile i do yeah. like yeah to summarize i think when i was younger it's like yeah i had all these prospects and all these options but probably if i actually looked at their qualities none of them were real good prospects so it's like now i'm just weeding out all those bullshits and the only people i'm considering are people that right off the bat i think have those qualities but do you feel like that's hard to tell based on your like like it's so hard because it's through apps or it's like you're not really getting to know somebody and also the few okay so the few dates i have gone on i think in my earlier 20s i would have continued seeing those guys and like see and like seen where it went and maybe it would have lasted like months or something but right now it's like i went on one date with a guy and there was a bunch of red flags and i was like not willing to why would I go yeah. on another? Like, my time is fucking precious and valuable, and I'm not going to waste hours of my life going on dates with you when I know you're not my husband, but I could have, Yeah, and but I, I would have when I was I younger. Okay, I yeah, I think good, that's a good so. way to, like, say it. Yeah. You heard it here first, you guys. Mm. Be Keep picky. dating. Yeah. Be, <laughs> be insanely picky, and don't go on dates with anybody that you don't like. Yep. Okay. okay. Next. That was good. Let's move on. This one is how to find a good group of friends in your late 20s. We can just like touch on it. about that, I feel like. Should we yeah. just skip it? I mean, I feel like a lot of people, to add to that like briefly, Yeah. I feel like every single friendship that I have made in my late 20s has been via social media. Yeah. Because is that because of what we find, do? I yeah. don't know. I think you're just able to find people that have similar interests and it's just easier because it's similar to like dating apps like i'm not trying to go meet a best friend at a bar i'm not yeah. try- like which is also- like unless you're doing it on social media and then they're not from like your childhood then how are you meeting like work out or like workout classes or like yeah but how? that goes back to the same thing of like finding someone that has same interests as you like if you see the same girl at your workout class five times in a month maybe talk to her yeah because yeah. clearly you guys might enjoy the same things be like when are you going to a class next like do you want to maybe grab coffee after mm-hmm. maybe she also wants a friend Okay, so this one's a little bit different, which we can just, like, quickly touch on. How to deal with girlfriends who struggle to be happy for your new healthy relationship. Ditch them. Yeah. We just I talked think about put this. put distance between you two, like, unless there's a reason. It's like, why? Like, unless there's a reason and they're really looking out for you, but. No, I tell everybody, be selfish. Put yourself first. If you are ever hanging out with someone that you leave the situation and don't feel like they're filling your bucket and you feel empty, that is not a friendship for you. And it is okay to be selfish. But I don't believe in like having to bend over backwards and put in work for friendships, relationships, anything. I think they should come easy. I think those are the relationships you should tender and 
really try to like hold close and the ones that aren't I think it's okay to have acquaintances I think that maybe you should try to have like a couple great friends even if you don't like I also think that's okay I think people have this idea that you need to have best friends Mm -hmm. and they try to hold on to relationships or make relationships work that aren't fulfilling them just to have like a best friend Mm -hmm. and I feel like it's I don't know be selfish 100 yeah you don't need it and yeah, I, think I just that's feel like why you should too. You shouldn't but. ever have friends that don't feel like they're celebrating your wins and are building you up. Like something Jules said when she first started hanging out with Kelsey and I is like that we like compliment each other so much. Mm-hmm. Like literally give compliments. And like if your friends aren't I think that's because like yeah. I with a lot of my friends that I had had previously, like I'm not even used to that. I was like, that yeah. was never a thing. Like to com- like, like they should and be it your was biggest like, fan. Yeah. Someone commented on Kelsey and I's um photo yesterday and they said are real. Are real. They said that it looks like a bunch of my friends have a crush on me. And we were like, crush. you should. We, yeah. You I'm should like, have a girl crush on your friends. If you don't have a girl crush on your best friends, then what are you doing? Yeah. yeah I literally like, have I a girl crush. I think my best friends are the greatest people ever, which is why they're my best friends. Right? I literally said, like, if I was if I was into girls, I would date them. And also, yeah. I think that yeah. because we're like, that's how, like, we are so supportive and you find, like, the supportive friends, then you realize that, like, that is what it should be. And then you're like, why do I have these friends that are, like, not supportive? Like, they're, they shouldn't be your friends. But it is hard, like... It is hard to, like, realize that and hard to, like, to lose a friend, too. To yeah. be, like, with somebody who you've known forever and then be like, wait, we're, like, not even friends. And it doesn't have to be, like, a thing. And it doesn't have to be, like, hey, we're not like a friends breakup, anymore. Yeah. It could just be, like, putting a little distance in between the relationship. Not putting in effort when effort's not necessary because I feel like friendship should be easy. And I think that's why, even though we're on different coasts, mm-hmm. it's easy to be friends because we fill each other up. Mm-hmm. Like, I hang out with you guys and I feel amazing. Like yeah. I can leave my husband and my dogs in my home life and come hang out with you guys and feel happy and fulfilled. I don't feel like sad to be I with you. I think what's refreshing for me too, being on the other side of the country, which sometimes, sometimes like as my personality, I'm like, do they even like, do I even have friends? Like we don't talk that often, which is like not even true. Actually, we still do. But then I'm like, but it's nice to also be like, we don't have to be like talking all the time. Yeah. And like, I know that like, nothing's going on there's no. no like nothing's happening it's just like we have we're how we are and it's I like think my favorite friendships in life in life in life my favorite <laughs> friendships in life are the ones that you don't have to talk to every day you don't have to do like daily check-ins mm-hmm. and like all these things but you can talk maybe like even once a month and it's like no time passed. exactly yeah i feel like those are the like my favorite types of friendships yeah mm-hmm. i agree i don't want needy friends mm-hmm. that like but again that's me being selfish no but like i like friendships that are easy yeah but it's like, it, it at the same time, like if I needed you, I know you'd be there. One hundred. Like if I was needy during my breakup, I know you would have. I literally would have opened my doors and been like, "Come sleep in my I bed." Austin's on the. But couch. I wasn't needy. <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't needy. Okay, we're gonna do a little bit of like sex talk. Okay, let's go, baby. Well, this yeah. person is asking. <laughs> this is literally okay. my favorite. Says conversation. the single girl. <laughs> I love talking about sex. Me too. The I love first, going. I'm deep. like, hi, we just met, but tell me about your deepest. No, we did that last night. And I then woke up this morning. I was like, Pat, remember how we all shit. talked about sex last yeah, night? Yeah, we talked about Pat and Jules' sex life. life. We literally disclosed Pat and I's sex life, which I, we will not be talking about. No, it was so not weird at all. I wasn't even there to partake in the conversation. I talked about my sex life too. Well, here we go. Okay, first question is. Or lack thereof. Sex on period thoughts. Do you ever do it? And what do you or your significant other think about it? Wait, sex on period? Okay, yeah. No. Yes. I don't. Oh, okay. I'm not interested. Neither am I. Also, my okay, period well, lasts like two or three days, so like I can go two or three days without having sex. Like, okay, I this is the thing. I also have white. When bedding. I'm on my like, period, it is three days long. It's like uncomfortable, but I am the most horny. Okay, so one thousand percent. I is that annoying? My period is that so annoying? But okay, I don't so want to have sex. I'm the one that has sex on their period, so I'll just give my tips here. I just feel like it's like I would only do it in the shower. You guys, let's like okay, yeah, shower is great. It's but I don't like shower sex, so Neither I do hate I. shower sex. But I also I don't want to put a towel down and like it's so messy. Like blood. It just grosses and me it's, out. And it's it's not just like blood. Okay. Obviously, like all girls know what a period is. Like mm-hmm. it's not just like oh you cut yourself and there's blood. Like it's just not. It's thick. It's, it's overall <laughs> like it's smelly. Like it's I don't know in a different way than yeah. like normal sex. But I do so I just, think that when. I have sex on my period, like not so. You have. Period. I've never done it. Oh, oh I've never what? done it. Never. You <laughs> no. can try it. No. Okay. There's way more lubrication. It's nice. I know, but don't that, you? Like, isn't it just so messy? Me 
I don't know, man. A lot of things gross me out, but that doesn't. Yeah, but like. I think you have to do it probably when you're in a relationship. Like, I'm not doing it with random guys. Yeah. I'm not just like, hey, baby, I'm bleeding. Want to have sex? <laughs> Is it like a heavy period? Um, no, I would say so like light. overall, I don't really get heavy periods. Like, I, there are days of my period, probably two of them, where I bleed heavier. Mm-hmm. But in general, I don't think I'm like a heavy flow girl. I'm not a super light girl either. Like. I know girls that don't even need tampons on their oh, period. No. Like I for sure I use mean, multiple tampons a day, but I don't think my flow is heavy. I think it's just normal. Yeah. But well, yeah. this is really turning into a period talk. I, but you'll do it on any day. Talk? Yes. I put down a towel wow. and yeah, I have talk. sex. And then afterwards you shower. And it's not that it's not like a it doesn't even get anywhere. I don't know. It's fine. It's literally it, fine. Just I do, do agree it. though, having sex on my period is a lot less bloody than you And you know what? Orgasms help cramps. Yeah. I, I, so. I feel that. But I only get cramps like when I'm PMSing. I get oh, them like the first day. On my period. I get the Ugh. first day and yeah, like the first the like day. maybe couple hours where I'm like I'm gonna start my period. Right oh now. no, mine is like the full first day. Sometimes first and second. Mm. No, I'm sorry if there's any male listeners or like moms. I don't know moms. Moms just moms, about, moms are like just moms like my mom. Birth. <laughs> oh hi mom. Hi mom. Okay, this one is how many times a week is good to have sex? Which okay, I feel like this answer, is always everyone's question, and I. Well, there's not really like there's a not good a or right bad. Answer. Yeah, there's not a right yeah. bad. I think maybe it's just like we can answer people, it at like what. Yeah, I we like okay. We talk about this like a lot in our friend group. We really do, and I think it's important to have friends that you can talk about this stuff with. But I feel like anything is normal. Like once a week is normal. Once every other week is normal. Four times a week is normal. Like it's whatever you and your partner. I feel like are happy with leaves you and your partner feeling satisfied. Yeah, and Honestly, it might change. Like my husband probably wishes I had sex with him every single night because of course, because a, a man. Meal. That is how men are. They would have thing, sex like, every I night. I swear, I am not just like oh. I'm not, like, at the mall and, oh, my God, I need to go home and have sex with my husband. No. Like, I need the mood set. I need yeah. it to be good. I need you to, like, start in the morning, whisper sweet nothings to me, vacuum, take care of the dogs, maybe go to the grocery store and pick up things I need, light candles and turn down the lights while I'm in the shower, and then, like... Give me a foot massage. Yes. Remember when the guy <laughs> commented and then guess on, what? My, I want on the reel? And I will yeah. do that every night if He was said, like, oh, so he does everything for you and you just sit there and uh, it was so funny he was like typical something girl typical, like, yeah and, and i'm like, like he's uh, a king how's your relationship yeah sir? obviously not well <laughs> um yeah i, I think, yeah there's so many different normals yeah long story short like i feel like my normal varies like sometimes we have sex three times four times in a week sometimes i have sex once every two weeks yeah and i think that's okay i think that's something maybe like a like a big part of the question too because people are like they think that if they're not having sex every day or every other day then like something's wrong with them because no one talks about that in I'm general say something right okay. now please <laughs> say it i had more sex when i was in a bad relationship than i do in a very good healthy relationship yeah. and i think that's because sex was the only good thing that i had to hold on to in these bad relationships so i would want to have sex every single day to feel a sliver of love to where I have so much, like, love and, like, passion with my husband that sex is not the only thing that makes us feel connected to each other. So that's why when people are like, what's healthy? Like, what's a healthy sex life? It's like, well, I have a very healthy relationship and we, like I said, already, maybe we have sex three times in a week. <clears throat> Sorry. Maybe we have sex three times in a week. Maybe we have sex once every two weeks. But that doesn't label whether the relationship is good right. or bad. Totally. So. No, that's like the perfect way to say it because I feel like it just varies too, and there, and also like you should be in a relationship with somebody who like understands that and like yeah. With and Pat I think- and I, it's like he's not offended if it's been a while. Like it's not like he's like what's going on. He's just yeah. like it's and sometimes he doesn't want to. Mostly yeah. he does, but yeah. Yes. I think in general, guys have a what much higher sex drive. I've heard though that girls their sex drive gets higher as they get older. Like, I hear that too. Yesterday I was I was on a TikTok or not yesterday the other day, I was on a TikTok and like, the comments were like age. the comments were saying. Something about, like, the best sex of your life. And every single comment was a woman being, like, my 40s, my 50s. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so excited I for know. that. I'm like, they were all great. saying that they literally had the best sex of their whole lives in their 40s and 50s. And I was like, fuck yeah. I wonder why, though. If that it's sounds just like lovely a, because yeah. sometimes, I mean, I know I'm not weird because I don't have a high sex drive. And I used to think I was weird until I actually started having these conversations, conversations with my friends. I, and when I first I met you, I was like, oh, alone. you have a lot of sex. <laughs> yeah. I just was like, I feel like you're a sexual person. No. Yeah. No. Which I'm but not anyway, really, my I'm point not. is. Guys have a higher sex drive than girls for the most part. And as long as you and your partner are communicating about it and as long as they're never making you feel bad for not wanting to have sex, like, it's all good in the hood. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. 
Okay, let's see what else. <clears throat> okay, this one is how do you find your own style? I feel like you have to try a lot of things and see what you feel the most comfortable in. I think there's so many trends and sometimes I want to do a trend and I put it on and I don't feel like my best Exactly. Self. I don't look in the mirror and feel confident. I but you like want to make it work, which yeah. is weird. And I annoying. feel like it's knowing the difference between liking something but it feeling like you because sometimes I see an outfit and I'm like, oh, I really like that. That's really cute on her. Right, but it's not me, yeah. and it doesn't make me feel like me. Yeah, so which is, that is the hard part. You have part. to pay attention to how you feel in your outfits. I think I mm-hmm. like. I think it goes down to con- like what makes you feel confident. That's yeah. what helps you find your your own personal. And style. maybe it's highlighting like a part of your body that you like yeah. a lot, or maybe it isn't. Like I really love my butt, but I don't think a lot of my outfits are like highlighting my butt. Yeah, but yeah. I also think like to get like granular about it, it's like. You can start like pinning things on Pinterest, which is like kind of yeah. how I found my style. Yeah. And then like if you go through it and then you're like, do I actually like this? Would I actually wear this? Like what's my price range? Like does this look good on me? And then like I feel like it takes a while. I feel like also my style changes all the time. Yeah. Like, I it's think always that goes changing. down to anything. Like even when I was like trying to figure out how I wanted my house to look during a remodel, it's like you pin mm-hmm. things on and Pinterest. And it's going to change. You pin, pin, pin. And then you look in the folder and you're like, wow, I had no idea that I clearly like this type of tile. Or yeah. I clearly mm-hmm. like going back to clothing. Like – I had no idea that I clearly love baggy pants or yeah. I really love like grungy looks. Yeah. I think yeah. like that's what helps versus only looking at like what's trendy. Mm-hmm. I think just like kind of doing a folder and like maybe going on Instagram and saving like I like this outfit. I like that outfit. And then going back and being like, what is it about all these outfits that I like? And then you're like, oh, I love that. The the girl's wearing a platform boot and basically like 75%. Okay, we'll invest in a platform boot. And yeah. And start styling that. And I feel like you slowly end up having your own personal style that way. And I mm-hmm. think obviously following people on social media that – Follow us. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like even we – you guys, we follow so many people that like we love their style. Yeah. And For that reason. I kind of like to make my Instagram like a Pinterest board. Like I like to follow people who I like their style and mm-hmm. I like how they do their makeup and like I get inspo from there. Yeah. yeah. I think like – I don't know. It's hard, but I also feel like I just started recently making like outfits that I was like, okay, I it's easy to pick out outfits for like going out. And I love your TikTok. It that was you're about to talk about. yeah. I made a TikTok and it was like here. I like just went on Canva and like put outfits together that I was like, I'm actually going to wear these every day, and I could put together like 25 outfits for the fall. And those are like your go-to. Otherwise, I'm literally putting on a sweatshirt and leggings and walking out the door and feeling like shit. I look like in shit. the closet and I'm like, how do what do how do I get exactly? Dressed today? So I right. like put them together and I'm like, these are like everyday go-to fall outfits that like you can like rewear. Like a wardrobe. Yes, kind and of. you can rewear because right. like how often are we rewearing clothes, which right. is so annoying. Like I have good clothes, I should rewear them. Yeah. yeah. So it was like just putting together outfits, but that took me t- twenty eight years to like figure out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just think it's like hard, but. And that's what's that's the thing though. So it's like. How do you come up with your own personal style? You guys, I feel like all three of us have a personal style and sometimes we still struggle to get dressed. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like – Often. Do I – how is this my job? I don't even know And I can't even imagine if you had to go to the office every day and like put on an outfit. Like that's hard. Give yourself a pat on the back. Yeah, also, though, hard. there is things that like – that we would never wear ever. For mm-hmm. sure. Like there are certain like designers or things that I'm like I absolutely would never wear that. One, if I just don't like it or two, like that would look terrible on me. Yeah, so like there is – the other thing is like – for your dressing for your body again like i love so many things but i'm very short so like there's mm-hmm. a lot of things that i would love to wear and they are my style but i can't pull it off yeah so that just sucks but it is what it is <laughs> it is what i it feel is. like you just have to experiment yeah and experiment again, see what you're most comfortable and follow people who are the same size as you <laughs> i like this question how would you react if you caught your husband or boyfriend looking at porn or only fans okay so people think this is like crazy i feel like okay so here's the thing OnlyFans, I don't know. I've never really experienced that. That kind of gives me the ick. But porn, it's normal for guys to watch. It's normal However, for I will say, I do think the porn industry gives guys like an unrealistic standard of like mm-hmm. sex. I agree. So it depends what kind of porn they're watching. Yeah. Because I understand like wanting to watch something to get off. Mm-hmm. But what I don't understand is if you're watching this like crazy, crazy sex that like you're not having in your relationship that your significant other isn't interested in having with you and then That's you're, a problem. Right. Because then it's like it you want that and that's what you're fantasizing about. Or like you have this idea in your head that that's how girls should act. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but not all girls want to act like that. Some of us just want to have sex. Sometimes we and just yeah. want missionary. Right. And we want it to yeah. be done in 10 minutes. Lots of times. Yeah. And I rarely... <laughs> 
or probably I've never ever wanted to have an orgy with eight people. No. no and if that's the type of porn that my husband was watching, there would be an issue. Yeah. So and I would say I have mixed feelings. Um, but I do think it's normal. I don't think you should get mad at your significant other for watching porn, but I just think it should be an open conversation. Yeah, you should be able to talk about it. Um, as a married woman, if my husband was watching anybody on OnlyFans, yeah. absolutely fucking no. That's a like, little that's bit different. That's, that's like one specific person. OnlyFans is like you're subscribing oh, to, okay. to a person girls and you're paying content. You're paying okay. to see their content. Yeah. Absolutely. And you can like DM them for like personal shit. Yeah, no, that's I would. That's level. like, that's literally a non-negotiable. If I saw that, there would be a serious conversation that's never happening again. Yeah. Or like, uh, just no. Like, yeah. We're not this, no. Porn though, I agree with Michelle. It depends on the porn that they're watching. Like, or if like my I husband think- is only satisfied because he needs to get off seven days a week. Okay, well then take care of it because I'm not. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not here for that. Seven days a week, like yeah. that's not me. But if that's what helps him stay satisfied and helps our relationship, then I'm all for it. But yeah. again, it's about the type of porn that they're watching. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a problem. I think with it porn. really comes down to the content. I don't have a problem with it. But if you're watching some girl do like fucking acrobats while she sucks a dick, like <laughs> yeah. sorry, I'm not going to do that. So I'm not doing that. I also, hope that's not be, your expectation. It would kind of be hypocritical. I would be a hypocrite. If I was not okay with him watching porn, because yeah, girls, low key, the books that I read are, are porn. porn, and yes. also I, I, porn. I porn. used to watch porn. Yeah, I just don't anymore. I'm not interested in it. But like, girls watch porn too, and also, but I didn't I like, watch anything crazy. Yeah, but the thing is, I like, literally watched like the watch porn girls. of like the kind of sex that I yeah. Anyway, it, yeah, the point I is, agree. Girls it's, watch porn too. Guys watch porn. It's just about the content, and it's about no, no. being able girls to communicate. Read, it. Girls read porn. Girls, guys read, girls watch porn. porn. <laughs> read Colleen Hoover. Yeah, yeah. This is a Colleen Hoover ad. <laughs> um, if you need any, yeah, which one for Colleen Hoover? Come, if come you for me. need help, come to my, come to my Instagram. Yeah, I read everything help, Kelsey like, reads. Being so. horny more. Read Kelsey's books. Yes. Yeah, but not Colleen Hoover. They're read my like, books. No, I agree. What? That's why I was like, no, I have way better. Like the okay. one you Colleen it Hoover one isn't summer. like yeah. That it was happened one, one summer. I mean, I have a full list, but yeah, it you should one make a spicy a list. Yeah, okay, yeah, so I'll do it. Just a spicy list, a spicy book porn list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll do a few more. Um, when did you feel confident that you were doing what you were meant to do in life? Like, Once it stopped feeling like work. I feel I rem- like this also like not or do you not mean for a job? No, I think it's anything, but I feel like something that Pat and I talk about too is like not everybody has a passion. Mm-hmm. And I feel like like you'll always be like you're lucky you have a passion. Like not everybody has that and that's also not a bad thing to like just do something that makes you happy whether that's like you're obsessed with it or not, you know? So mm-hmm. I feel like it's hard to like always find like oh, I know what my purpose is. Like I don't know if also this is my purpose in life. Like I just want to like do what I like and like be a good person and like that's it I don't know Mm -hmm. so I feel like not everybody has that like I'm here and I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing but the question was when did you feel like you found your purpose when did you feel confident that you were doing what you were meant to do in life but I feel like that's also like asking someone well how did you know this person was the one right and I like you know what I mean I feel like it kind of goes hand in hand where it's like First of all, I don't – we talked about this last night. Yeah. I don't feel like everyone has just one person no. in the world. Yeah. I also don't feel like everyone just has, like, one job they're going to be passionate about or right. one thing that's going to, like, bring me fulfillment in life. It could totally just, change, like, too. Yeah. What makes – like, does going to work make you feel good? Do you hate your job? Do you get sad every day that you have to wake up and go to the office yeah. and then, like, look forward to the end of the, end of the day? If that's the case, I personally would find a different job. So, so I will until say – Until I did this and started feeling good – that's when I knew that it was it was for me because I felt good doing it every day. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can literally pinpoint a time in my life when I remember, I think I actually wrote this on a story one day like years ago, but I used to get Sunday scaries and I used to dread Mondays and I can pinpoint a time in my life when I started being so excited for Mondays and to like take on a new week and to like hustle away and I was like, okay, now I feel like I'm doing what I should be what doing. I should like be doing, yeah. I'm excited for the week. And I'm just as excited for the weekend. And I think that's how I was like, okay, this is, I'm doing something right. Okay. Because I used to literally sit in my car and cry after work. So, you're like, I hate this. And like on my lunch break, I, I would call my mom and cry. To work, cry. In the parking call lot. my dad, who I didn't even live with my parents at this time. I was a full adult. And I would mm-hmm. cry asking if I could quit my job. I same. It. Same. <laughs> He's like, um, I'm not the one that pays your bills. No, so yeah. I would literally <laughs> if you're call my that mom. unhappy, maybe find a find different something job. Else. I would literally yeah. call my mom and cry to her about how much I hated my job, hoping she would just be like, it's okay, honey, quit and I'll pay for your whole life. But yeah. she never said that. So. Never happened. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't blessed with that. But I do feel like he like taught me good lessons and was like, you need to like you need to suck it up and start looking for another job, but you can't quit this job until you have something. Yeah, else that's lined exactly up. what my mom would say. 
fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you. We love we love the advice. Yeah. This girl needs advice. Okay. I'm unexpectedly pregnant at 19. I'm married, but it's sooner than expected. Advice. I think that's such a personal decision. We can't make it for you. No, I don't think we're supposed to make the decision. Well, no, but I I'll- think advice is I think things happen for a reason and you're married. Mm -hmm. So I think that that like should bring you confidence in the fact that you're having a baby with the person that you chose to do life with. I think because she said sooner than expected. I don't think anyone ever feels ready. Exactly. I agree. Like I think everything happens for a reason. And I know that you maybe didn't feel ready, but you're married. You have your person, you know that you're going to have the support. And I feel like it's going to be great because this is just the path that was, that was meant for you guys. And even me, I'm 30, almost 32 trying to have a baby and i still don't even feel ready yeah like i don't feel this maternal draw of like oh my god i can't wait to be a mom i have a i have the feeling of like i can't wait to have a family yeah and i can't wait in like 10 years from now like going to our kids like sporting events and then in like 21 years from now like having drinks with like my child that's now my best friend and like all the other things that come along with it and i feel like you'll look back and be really excited even though you kind of feel overwhelmed because it's happening sooner than later I mean, I'll also just throw this out there. I had an abortion years ago and that was the right decision for me at the time. I knew that financially I could not have a child then and I knew I always wanted to be a mother, but like mm-hmm. I still feel like that was like 100% the right decision. So for you at yeah. that time, like I was like, yeah. I, I do not want to bring a child into this world where I'm struggling to meet ends meet. And yeah. I, you know, you I don't even, I didn't even have my shit together you yet. You were single and not like, but I mean, like you weren't, like you weren't married. You weren't right. I like, wasn't the married. Right, like you were, like yeah. you were, yeah, wondering how to like eat dinner. Like yeah, you were yeah. not. You didn't have your career. You didn't have yeah. this thing. So, like I said, it's the advice is just. But like, I do think you're never gonna feel ready. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I am at this point because right. I definitely don't. And but it's more like I want. But those it's things. gonna be okay. Yeah, it's gonna be great. You're gonna love it. Okay, I have a question. Just in general, are you guys afraid of getting old? No, no. I think every single year life gets better and better and better. And it's amazing. But like old in like a like old, old. I don't know. Like one, like a youthful sense, like image wise, but also like. Like part of what get what scares me about getting old is like being like, oh, I had this like other life when you're young. And like now it's just completely different instead of looking forward to the things that are like going to be exciting about being like, oh, yeah, old, old, I guess, like kind of old. I mean, I think there's always just like, I think there's always the fear is like, I hope when I'm a certain age, I hope when I'm 60, I've done the things in life that fulfill me. So I think there's that fear of just like, I hope I'm gonna, I'm hope that what I'm doing right now is building a really great life for when I'm older. I feel like there's that fear. And then image wise, 1000%. Why do you think I get like facials and lasers and filler? Because I'm trying to fight aging yeah. I which want is what to, a lot of people I are want doing. to look youthful and I use great skincare because I want my skin to look good so yeah. like obviously there's that fear otherwise we wouldn't be getting we wouldn't care filler and facials yeah. facials and lasers and using really high-end skincare that's gonna fight wrinkles I think it's like I think there's scarier come now place. than it used to be though I mean it's just like obviously, like my mom doesn't care about getting old I don't yeah. think. I mean, I think like she does in a sense of like she feels like she's still in like her 40s but I think and like it's like life goes point. fast where it feels like okay i'm gonna start embracing it but like right now i'm like i'm 31 i don't want to embrace my wrinkles yet yeah i'm sure i'll get right. there maybe one we day. will like i was just a thought. but right like, now mm-hmm. i'm like no i'm not embracing these wrinkles i'm fighting them yeah fists are out okay we'll just do one more to like end this episode and now i need to find a good one okay we'll just end it on two things one what do you guys do for birth control People always ask that. Is that a weird question? No. Okay. And also tips for nerves about having sex with a new person for the first time. We'll Be just drunk. end it there. I cannot have sex sober with a new person for like the first five times. Is that a healthy thing? I don't think that's healthy, but <laughs> why is that not healthy? Like, I'm not saying it's not a bad thing. Not drunk. I'm not saying like be belligerent, but like yeah, have some have a few drinks. You. Like a little know. like uh, liquid courage yeah. to be like not as nervous because that's like a social setting too i feel like i i've heard so that. many people say that i'm sorry i do not want to have sex for the first time sober maybe it'll feel different when i meet my husband I so i'll drunk. let you know i wasn't drunk when i had sex with austin for the first time but what made me feel confident is that i didn't have sex with him right away mm-hmm. i think yeah we literally we went on like a you month built a dates. connection i think yeah. we literally dated for a month and then yeah then maybe you like because it then it, be it, weird. i was it's... already com- like i already had a connection to him i already felt comfortable right. with him and i wanted to have sex yeah it wasn't this like oh we went to dinner so like now i need to go home and have sex with you right. to see if there's like a sexual connection because that would make me not feel confident so my suggestion is if 
you're not just like trying to have one night stands then wait until you're comfortable with a relationship to have sex Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i I don't don't think think you should ever be following a rule like where it's like okay third date must have sex now i think absolutely like i take a little bit longer like i feel like in when i was younger i wouldn't be ready to have sex with someone until like the fifth or sixth date but i also needed to have drinks Mm -hmm. or like random hookups would be when i'm drunk i've literally never had a one night stand i've never had a one night i've had a one night stand and it was like left a bar well i've never had that with like someone i just met it would be like someone i knew so i feel like that's not agreed but i also like i think that's about living in suburbia yeah yeah like with my high school friends that everybody hooks up with everybody type of thing okay but the birth control thing yeah i have never been on birth control so So i took the pill for like 15 years and i will never take it again because i just don't like the idea of putting like hormones or synthetic hormones or whatever in my body and i don't like that we don't know what it does to you so i track everything in an app and then whenever the app says that i have a chance of getting pregnant because I'm like near ovulation or whatever. I use the pull out method. Yeah, which no, or, I mean, you know, like, I no, no, too. actually not, condoms. But, like if it says I'm ovulating, condoms. Yeah, I think that birth control is good for some people. For me, I started it when I was like 17. I was on the pill, and then I mean, my mom thinks that's like what gave me anxiety. So when we like got off it, I have no idea. But then I was just like, I don't want to do this. I tried like the Nuvering. And then I just was like, this is weird. I don't like it. And then since then, I just was like, okay, I'm not doing this. I don't know. And then I just didn't get pregnant. So I don't know. I don't have a good tip for that, honestly. But I know you guys had like. I went on birth control when I was like 15. Um, Obviously, because I was in high school and wasn't really taught like how to understand your body. I actually talk uh, more thoroughly about birth control on Jules. um, Why am I blanking? What did I what did love I do? that? No, no, not love that. With together? Yes. Together. Oh, with your video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I talked, you talked about th- more thoroughly about this on Together in the question, the long form yeah. text format um, about birth control and how I don't agree with birth control. I don't think people should be on it. I think that's why I'm struggling to get pregnant mm-hmm. because I was on birth control for literally 15, 16 years. I was on the pill and then I had an IUD for the last seven years and yeah. now um, my body can't get pregnant. I feel like there's so many different ways that you can track your body's ovulation. You can, like, you can test your body temperature. You can use apps. You can do all these things. I think just educating yourself and understanding how your body works when you're ovulating and you can avoid birth control, my recommendation is to avoid it. I don't there's think also a lot of non-hormonal, right? Okay, wait. Medicines also, I heard about a really cool birth control on um, Skin Confidential podcast and it's called Flexi. It's like P-H-E-X-Y or something. And it's like this gel that you literally insert in your vagina like hours, up to hours or right before you're having sex. And it's a non-hormonal birth control. Really? Yeah. yeah. And it's like I've FDA never approved. Like I want to try it. It actually sounds amazing. Wow, that does. Yeah. I So, so you yeah. have to have it on you though because you have to apply it and you can't like apply it and then have sex. Like you have to like, I think it's like 45 minutes or an hour. No, it could be like hours I think. No, but like you can't apply it and then have sex right Immediately. away. Immediately. No, you can. No, I, when I listen to the podcast, I don't think you could. I thought they said it. Could. Well, either way, it's like a. Either way, it's a non-hormonal yeah. like. Effective. It's so interesting. Yeah. My so mom. I do think there's just other methods besides taking birth control every single day for maybe the three to five times that you're having sex in a month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think that you need to be putting something into your body every single day for just those few days. I think there's other methods yeah. that you can use. Yeah. Like yeah. use a condom. Yeah, I think especially if it's like not with your boyfriend. Yeah. And then if it is with your boyfriend and you don't want to use condoms, yeah, there's so many other ways. I agree with you about like the birth control thing too cuz I think my one friend has been on it forever and she didn't get her she hasn't gotten her period in like years and her doctor was like that's normal and I'm like no, I don't that's know. Not Same with my soon to be stepsister, she was on birth control for so long like, and you need to get a period. Didn't get a, hasn't had a period for 3 years. Yeah, it's just, like that is like crazy and then when Also I we're not doctors. It, so yeah, I yeah, we're not it's doctors. just our opinions. But, You're not but when I went off birth control, my doctor was like, yeah, your body's going to need like a year before it could probably even get pregnant. I'm like why i'm not interested in this like why was this not taught to me why and like maybe that's me like maybe i didn't do enough research and like learn these things on my own but i think these things need to be taught in high school yeah i I think think these things need to be taught how our bodies work how we can track our temperature to know like when we can get pregnant and all these things yeah we're never we weren't taught our body and our hormones and like what's going on and like under like feeling something and knowing that that's something going on in your body versus like getting taught like trigonometry yeah like, teach me about my body and things that are actually like gonna i'm gonna need like, I've, in yeah, life. I've never used algebra Educational, yeah exactly ever. Nope. <laughs> like i think that like if it's I was, so interesting because my 
I mom was on birth control for 15 years and really? then the first time she got pregnant and so which is my point is that like everybody's body is different yeah but but i just think it's yeah messed she got up pregnant that, like right away like literally we were little 14 and 15 year olds and we go to the gynecologist and for me i was like hey i'm getting my period every three weeks and instead of doing more tests or being like let's figure could, out how to yeah, just put you on birth literally we're just like well let's just put you on birth control yeah. and then i was on it from when i was 15 like yeah. i don't even know like what it was like to not have those artificial hormones because yeah. I had them from when I was 15 on, like from puberty on. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. They made me crazy too, the pill. That's why I got an IUD. Yeah. yeah. And then there's like different doses of hormones and some people act like psychos on certain ones and they just like put you on it as Is a child. Is the IUD Long hormonal? No. Oh. Long story short, I think my suggestion, try any method you can besides actually using a pill. Or hormones. Yeah, I think, but now I feel like I think try non-hormonal methods. Other method, I'd never heard of that. Yeah. So go listen to the Skinny Confidential. <laughs> okay, let's wrap it up. Mm. We're gonna go out. We have a yeah, day. We're go to we Soho. have a day to explore. So that concludes the girl talk. Thank you guys both for coming. I love you both. Love you. Love you. See you guys next week. Bye. 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 <laughs>